Yeah, we back in the pod. You know what's going down. Um, <laughs> pregnant Bay still here. She wore white to work today, so she looks extra pregnant. Um, we were just talking, man, and we're going to dive into the conversation. Uh, well, actually, let's back up. It's a lot of dope stuff in the ethos. You know what? Skip that. We diving in. We diving in. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about relationships, some of our backstory, some of our history, and just how that kind of relates to Jesus. So we're just essentially talking about the boundaries that, um, and I specifically was saying, you know, the boundaries. Well, the thing about Jesus that's so dope is he already set the boundaries. We just had to walk in it. Like, we don't even have to create the boundaries, like make them up, Mm -hmm. like figure out what works. And that's where the freedom is. You know what I'm saying? And again, like, like to parallel what we were talking about, the issues come in when we kick against those boundaries Mm -hmm. because it's like, nah, it ain't like that. Nah, it ain't like that. Whatever. And it just really exposes our, like, I was going to say naiveness, but that's not even the word. Our blatant carelessness mm-hmm. towards what's real. Because, I mean, when we're honest, we know that it's right. We just don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. We know we're doing wrong. We just don't want to say that out of our mouths because we like to lie to ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just crazy how, you know, life is like one big circle, like, you know, and you know my mantra, how you do one thing is how you do all things. Yes. So, yeah, it, it's super crazy. And it's just super crazy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. Uh, but the boundary that we were speaking specifically to um, as it relates to relationships is setting boundaries as it relates to the opposite sex. And... You know, to kind of give you guys a little bit of backstory, I had male friends, totally platonic on my end, not sleeping with any of them, not even dating any of them, but male friends nonetheless. Some of them were married, some of them were single, and I was comfortable with like texting them on a regular basis, having conversations with them, um, calling myself, getting advice from married men just about men and stuff like that and this was all going on while I was dating Markel and it you know created some discomfort within the relationship because he could see what I couldn't see when it came to the men like these guys aren't looking at you as a friend um it may be harmless on your end but that's not the case when it comes to them And of course, I would defend these relationships because I go hard for my friends. (laughs) And these were my, these were people that I truly considered to be a friend. So it created a bit of tension throughout the relationship early on. But once I, you know, definitely prayed on it, we had our struggles. But once I got over myself and allowed myself to look at it from his perspective um, and, and ended those relationships or put some distance, Um, between those relationships just depending on who they were um we're in a space now what like four three four years later where I can honestly say that it's freeing which ties into Markel's point when you set those boundaries there's freedom in that the freedom is the boundary right like people have the wrong perspective they think being free is having no limits and doing what you want yeah but the limits are what create the freedom right what and and this is why um biblically it's related to bondage 
like God um, breaking chains and all this stuff, the freedom puts the chains on you because it's human nature. We naturally, it feels good to do wrong. It feels good to our flesh. And then we're insecure too. So it's like, even to that example, like I wasn't pointing out things that you were oblivious to. I was pointing out things you were choosing to ignore because of your relationship with those men. Mm-hmm. Because it's the exact, they were doing the exact same things you would kill me if a woman was doing to me right Absolutely. now. So like when a right, married man is texting you, like it's like 10 o'clock. Right. Don't act like you're a grown woman. You know exactly what that is. Right. And you wouldn't be okay with it. All, but, however, since it was happening to you and you weren't getting that in some or in your world, that was just like what people did. It's like, no, you just wanted to I defend I felt like that. because I wasn't doing anything but, but, physical. But the fact that you're allowing it is you are doing something. Right. But to me, it was like, well, I'm not doing anything. These are my friends. I've made it clear that I don't want them in any kind of way. I've known them for quite some time. So like But your actions the, speak the wall has been set as far as I'm concerned. And this was just my mindset at the time. It's yeah. obviously evolved and like you said, being my husband, <laughs> ain't no way you gonna be texting nobody, especially not at no ten o'clock at night, and especially not no female. Like But that's what I'm saying. No yeah. So like even if <laughs> but if a woman who was doing that to me said to you, Well like, I made it plain that I'm not trying to have nothing right there. You would look at her like, are you dumb? Like, Are you the... stupid or are you dumb? Exactly. So that's just how I look at you. Now I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but what it is, again, it's like, and again, the boundaries is because Jesus loves us and he knows what's on the other side of that. So again, you could say, and that's why even the Bible says, those, Jesus says, those who love me keep my commands. Mm-hmm. So it's no... It's no confusion as and far as like that's what I was thinking the whole yeah, time. Yeah, so like, it's like if you yeah. if you're doing something opposite. So if you're saying this is where my line is, but you're allowing someone to cross it, you are doing something. You're just as guilty because you right. haven't stopped that. And then it's like at that point, it's not even they fault because and and it's the same challenge spiritually. I was thinking about that today. Like I prayed that day that like it was crazy at work. I prayed that morning and I didn't think about it till after the day was gone by. I was like, God. You know, help me to be Christ-like today. Um, help me to please you. Mm-hmm. And when my day got going, it was crazy at work and all that was going on. I wasn't thinking about that. So, you know, the decisions I made and I was just like, you know, whatever, whatever. But then that night I was like, God gave me an opportunity to choose to be like him and please him. Mm-hmm. That's what that was, simply put. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... You have to, the test is to validate your stance Mm -hmm. and not to say like, it's not like a, and I'm saying test lightly, I'm using the term lightly, but what it is, is um, it's a stamp, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you believe something, you're going to believe it regardless of the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But you don't know what you believe in until it costs you something to believe in it. Mm -hmm. So a person could be like, yeah, I you know, I love interior design. And that's easy to say when you haven't had to give up that much to have that perspective of what love is for you for that thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when interior design causes you to choose between family time and chooses between like taking a $40,000 pay cut because you 
because you like that you the VP at this company, but they you know it's an interior design job that's your dream, but it's they starting you off at like forty to fifty k, you know what I'm saying, which means you got to scale back on your luxury lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. when it costs something, now we know if you really love it, and that's the that's always been the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even Jesus was like, yeah, pick up your cross and follow me. That's the cost to validate, to stamp your love. Mm -hmm. But as humans, as immature people, what we do or say in our actions to other people are like, I love you, but don't expect me to show it. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to just love me anyway, regardless. Mm -hmm. And especially I hear this a lot from women. You're supposed to take me flaws and all. Like, what? No, you need to grow up. <laughs> like, come on, chill with that. Um, and now I get it. Like, everyone has flaws, but don't use that as an excuse to, like, just keep doing your thing I was gonna out say here. to just sit in those flaws. Yeah, like, just relax and, like, sunbathing in them joints. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> yeah, and biblically, it's the same thing. There's always a cost. That's always the measure. So it's like, and even relationally, like, if you're... And I'm, this is what anybody, just not, you know, we just talk about in general now with relationships. I just honestly, I've learned and I've noticed it's always, it's going to come with a People measure that with a cost. It's like, yo, if you do this, it will show me whether you do or do not either love what we have or va- value what we have or not. You know what I'm right. saying? So Cooper it's not going to be hard to tell. It's going to be apparent and pretty much can't hide from it. Yeah. So, excuse me. That's the parallel, man. Uh, and Jesus, he showed that he has the perfect love. He is love. So dying on a cross, again, sacrificial. Uh, everything in his three years of ministry, just like not responding when he could have. Like everything literally shows you what love is supposed to look like. And, you know, apparently people forget that because it's just hard to do because mm-hmm. we want love. We want we want that love. We want to feel it in return, but we wouldn't want to pay what it costs to get that. Right. And everyone is different. You know, so if we're talking relation, human to human spouse, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the case is, how that plays out is it's typically like, look, you you just supposed to love me. Mm-hmm. And it's like. And what God, I think what God is strategic in doing when he's putting people together is the one area you need to grow in the most. Your partner is going to command that from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, it's no getting around it. So it's like, whatever your biggest hang up is, that's what your partner is going to be adamant about. Right. And then like, we don't see that as ministry also because we don't want God to touch that area. It's like, I'm, and that's why them conversations come about. It's like. Yo, you talking about this one thing, but what about all the other things I be doing? I do 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 do, and it's like, but I'm not asking you for that. I ask right. you for that one thing, and subconsciously, in what you're asking, what you're saying is, I don't want to give you that. Right. It's like I don't want to give you that. Take this, 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 this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you telling me, like Markel, I would much rather prefer apple pie, and it's like, man, apple is so 1940s. We got peach cobbler, we got blueberry, and then you like Markel, I would really prefer apple pie. Man, you are ungrateful, man. All these pies I brought up in here. And it's like, but I didn't ask you for that. I just wanted right, apple pie. Right. And it's like, man, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you tripping. Really? Like, 
Let's call it what it is. You don't want to get me apple. I don't want to get you apple pie. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's The cost is too much. Right. So then we faced with the facts. It's like, well, maybe I don't love this person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And people think of themselves. They don't have a sober assessment of themselves. They would, like, for people, for us, it's, like, uncanny to think we're stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So versus saying, like, dang, I made a mess up decision because I thought I loved this person or I thought I, this, 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 this. And I actually, it shows that I don't. I'm really very selfish. And I don't deserve someone that's not as selfish. We can't. Think of ourselves like that. Mm-hmm. It's always the other person that's just, mind is just out in the abyss. It's like, <laughs> nah. Grow up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and, I, I, and I won't go off into a rant, you know. Um, uh, <laughs> slight pod for you. Uh, right. Slight pod for the head nod. <laughs> yep, that was a good one. Um, yeah, I think that's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And you said something else before. Oh, uh, and please forgive me if I'm not politically correct. Uh, transgender, mm-hmm. male or female, or like, you know, someone who was a male or female and then they transitioned to the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, and originally you had said like, you know, we were talking about like, you know, pretty much, if, like, if I personally would have a problem with that. And I don't I don't have a problem with transgenders or whatever the case may be. I just, in my lifetime, none of my friends are that. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, because I just, like, I saw them coming and went the other way. But it's, like, just happenstance. I've never yeah. had friends that have transitioned or been gay. Right. Um... Even I don't even know a lot of people who, you know, not into like I may know them like oh that's such and such or was such and such. That's even that's like one or two people. Mm-hmm. I don't really know nobody like that. Yeah, yeah. I um, backstory. I bumped into a friend of mine today who um, has transitioned. It's been about probably ten years or more since I've seen this person, and um, they've transitioned. Um, and so it it felt really good to see them because I knew them, you know, several years ago as they were going through just the struggle and all that comes with, I guess, transitioning and identity and all those different things. Um, not something that I can 100% relate to, but we all face identity issues in some yeah. kind of way yeah. um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like gender um, but you know you go through it as a teenager you're trying to figure out who you are as a young adult as a husband as a wife as you, you're figuring out who you are and in this season right as a parent so um, so this is just this person's transition yeah. and um, what warms my heart about it is I could feel the difference between when I knew them and they were going through things and we would have conversations about, you know, how their family would not be so loving and welcoming because of their lifestyle choice. And I know that they kind of bounced around a lot from home to home, um, I'm assuming as a result of that. And to see them now where they have their own business 
and you know they look good and they look happy and and you know just this glow about them it really you know like put a smile on my face because whether or not you agree with a person's personal choices number one we all sin so i don't care how you slice it no sin is greater than the other one so if you look at this as a sin you also need to look at yourself because i'm pretty sure that you've committed several just today alone so that's how i look at um just any sort of disagreement in choice whether it's homosexuality whether it's having sex before marriage whether it's drinking doing drugs whatever the case may be it's like yeah but you can't cast no stones around here none of us can to be honest but then number two like i said we all have our own struggles we all have our own identity struggles throughout life and so at the end of the day all that matters to me as a christian is i look at just what jesus said and actually our, our pastor preached about it um a couple years back and he was just like but we're called to love people like all of that other stuff aside your skin color where you came from your background our political views and differences and stuff like we're called to love people at the end of the day we're called to love God and love our neighbor and if the behavior that you're exhibiting is not of love then what are you really doing as a Christian and it doesn't mean that you have to agree with everybody and it's all bubbles and smiles and like you know you're totally accepting of, of what people are doing all the time but are you hurting this person because you feel so strongly about their choices and you're that judgmental like that's not love like so yeah so that that was basically like the basis of the conversation that Markel and I were having um thank god for the pod yes gives us a platform to talk about this stuff man and I don't here's the thing again I don't have problems with any you know person either struggling with their sexual identity because even if they've they've, they've just yeah. identified yeah. like what they prefer, it's yeah, like, yeah, I was about to say that too. So, yeah, like yeah. that's your business. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I would interact with them the same way as I would anybody else. Now, again, just me as a person, I'm just I've never been the type. If like if I feel strongly about something. If you're okay with me feeling strongly about that in your presence, like I'm not gonna change who I am. In the same Correct. way, I don't expect you to change Correct. who you are. Right. So it's like, you know, and it, it has nothing to do with that person. Like, so if I'm, it's just how you yeah, view this yeah, topic, this yeah. situation, or, or this thing. So it's right. like, right. if if I didn't like the color yellow, and we're at dinner with a transgender couple, and they have on yellow, and they're like, you know what I'm saying, like. What do you think about my shirt? I was like, I don't really care for yellow. It's not because they're transgender. I just don't care for yellow. Right. That would be that way with anybody. If Michael right. Jordan asked me now, I'd be like, I'm not really feeling that yellow on your dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's just how I am. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It, I mean, you know, thankfully, gratefully, um, I don't struggle with that. And I don't mean like the sexual identity thing. I mean, I don't struggle with feeling uncomfortable in mm-hmm. environments that are different from mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I also, I'm a, I'm a, I love to learn stuff too, mm-hmm. you know, to a certain level. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I just, that's not real. You know what I'm saying? Like 
if everyone was like me and everyone dressed like me, thought like me, felt the same way I did, like with everything, that would be kind of boring. You know what I'm saying? It would be whack. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like you just miss out on so many experiences and even opportunities to grow yourself. You really do. And even and I've been saying this since I was a kid. Even when I was going to church back at my grandma's church when I was coming up, I always felt this way. I remember being in church like, I know people like me aren't going to be the only ones in heaven. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's not just going to be blacks in heaven. Mm-hmm. Or just whites. Or Asians, Latin. Like, I, I know it's not just going to be just one thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to be in a world where you see it. Like, you get all those sides because that's what life really is and, and if you're not in that then you don't really have a a full picture and you can't you know what i'm saying you just have a limited pr- point of view mm-hmm. which makes you limited in your ministry your perspective and you're just your rationale like you be making decisions based off of of one side and that's when you that's that's how you come up with these idiots who be talking about like you know the people like back in the day who was like oh women aren't smart enough to do these things yes, or like you know what i'm saying just that ignorance of yeah. thinking it's like that's where that comes from because you live in one s- tiny tiny section of the world and then your perspective is even smaller mm-hmm. because you don't experience these different cultures and ideas and thought processes and you think that you're rational so you you on twitter you on youtube you everywhere just going ham with your rationale and the whole world is looking at you like what I think what becomes hard for people, especially in the world of social media, where you can literally just, like, voice your opinion on anything and anybody at any time, is we're we're so, and I'm including myself in this, like, we've become so judgmental and sensitive. I've always known that I'm a sensitive person. Um, I can come off as, like, a a tough demeanor sometimes because I know that sometimes I can like lack emotion when it comes to certain situations but deep down I'm really sensitive and my feelings can get hurt very easily so but I think we live in a world now where it's just like everybody has an opinion as they are entitled to but it doesn't create for like open discussion and dialogue it's literally just a bunch of people just judging each other because of differences Yeah, and it's like we're not talking about well why do you think this way or deep diving into like what makes you the way that you are what makes you different like which is creating exposure all that does when you get to know a person and their views is it exposes you to other people and their views it just creates exposure but we're not doing that especially on social media people are just judging other people and they see it, it's different from what they know, it makes them uncomfortable, and they immediately write it off, or they immediately have something to say about it. And that's not healthy. You can feel how you feel to your point, be strong in your stance about something, absolutely. Some things do just need to be black and white, good or evil, right or wrong, absolutely. But you can still have the conversation with somebody that has a different point of view from you or is living a different type of lifestyle from you, if not for nothing else to just gain some insight yeah, and into it, who that person and, is. And exposes motive. So it's like, you can't say, 
Like, I actually, and you know this about me, even in group settings, I usually play a devil's advocate. All the time. Not because <laughs> I, even sometimes, not even because I really believe what I'm saying, but I just don't just like, like when everybody's, well, I see, no, <laughs> no, I don't like to rock the boat, but I just feel like if everybody up in here thinking the same way, somebody not thinking at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I like to provoke that other perspective. Or it's just that our circle. Yeah. It's like a bunch of people that are like minded, which is okay, but then there's no one to challenge that. So then there's no room for growth. Yeah. So I I just like the I like to have the difficult conversations, not because I like the adversity, but again, a sign of maturity is can we have this difference of opinions and still talk through it, talk about it, and walk away like like we didn't just argue, we just had an in-depth, juicy conversation. You think about Jesus and his ministry. Most of the time he was talking to people who did not believe in who he was. Mm-hmm. They did not believe in who he was at all. Mm-hmm. Or they just wanted to see one side of him. So when he challenged them to be like, you know, what do you think about this? Or like, yo, if you knew who I really was. Or he'll hit them with a metaphor and they're like, what? You know what I'm saying? Just bringing out that other side of conversation. I just think that's a beautiful thing. And I'll run to that. You know what I mean? Um, because also, I don't like dumb people. So... <laughs> I feel like if you can't do that and engage in intelligent conversation, then I'm I'm getting away from you as fast as I possibly can. Because you're just dumb. And I don't oh like dumb God. people. Um, you know. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. That's just me. I personally don't care for closed-minded people. Um, and I think a big part of this is just because, like... And to just just so y'all can know what we're talking about, and I'm trying to back you up. Not saying you need it, but just throwing it out there. I feel like we're saying, like, there's a difference in being, like, stern and being closed-minded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a difference in believing what you believe in, that being the definitive, mm-hmm. and being closed-minded. Because you can you can believe something and not be closed-minded mm-hmm. to someone else's opinion or idea. Right, right. Like, you can entertain the thought and go there with them. Right. That's different from being closed-minded. Because... God made us all different for a reason, to your point. So when you are an open-minded person, it's recognizing that God made us all different and being able to coexist with those different people. That is a non-closed, that's an open-minded person, in my opinion. It's like, yes, I may not agree with you. Yes, you may even get on my nerves because of your points of view and stuff like that. But you know what? I realize that we're just different. We just view things differently we but that's what adds color to life and it's yeah. into the world and stuff and it's like we don't have to be the best of friends we don't have to be all lovey-dovey i'm going to respect your opinion you can choose to respect mine that's 100 percent up to you and then you just determine how you proceed with the relationship from there yeah. so i have that's why i have a problem with closed-minded people because it's like you're immediately shutting down the differences that god himself put into us and then uh, handcrafted us to all be different and when you shut that down you're basically shutting down god's creation yeah and then to your point then we live in the age now to where like the social media is taking it even past shutting it down to now people are just outright saying like you're a terrible person for doing that or, right, or believing that or that. yeah right. like it's like dang i can't even have a thought yeah or well, it's i like, didn't say i was gonna act on it i didn't say that like yeah it was or it's law. like, or like just, 
It's a thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like trying times, man, and just making sure that you don't, you know, subject to that. But it's interesting. It's interesting. And um, I, I always love to entertain the other side of things. And going back to, you know, anybody's transgender, whatever the case may be, I, again, I just don't, I don't know the right terminology, so I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I never had a problem with that. I, I get more so mad when people are trying to hide it. It's like, yeah. but that's just how I am. Like, you know me, like mm-hmm. even relationally, anything like whoever you are, be that person. Because what I, now what I am closed minded about is like you around me, you got to be who you are, yo. Mm-hmm. I don't like people who are, cause that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm confident in that. And I walk in that. And I can tell when people aren't doing that. Because and hate is such a strong word. But I just feel like everybody is super dope. And they should be confident in that. So it's frustrating when someone's around me. And it's like they're not living their whole truth. They're like kind of like tailoring it to, you know, keep up with me or like who they're around. Or it's like, and you know that I'll say that to you. It's like, nah, that's not what you were saying yesterday in the house when we was talking about this same thing. You like calling me out. But it's not you. I would do that to anybody. Yeah. I'm like, no, say what you said about that when you were here. Don't try to make it seem different now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I just feel like, like you said, if God made you think that way, don't change it up because people in the room now and now you like, oh, well, I don't want to offend nobody or I don't want to step on no toes. If it steps on their toes to the point where they get mad, then that that's just that's a insight to their maturity level, not yours. Like. You know what it is? Sometimes there's a way to say things. And sometimes I struggle with how to say it without offending yeah, yeah. people because... But I ain't saying butcher it to nobody, but right, like, and you can still say that's like... That's what I struggle with. Because, I mean, there there were certain things that I would say to you that would come off as harsh. And I'd be like, I just... Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I, I'm working on that. I think I've gotten better at it, but trying to find the way to say what I feel or my truth. I can't, I really don't like that term. It's my truth. It's like, okay, but is it the truth? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm strictly I'm that. not a big fan of that statement, but whatever. Yeah, and what's uh, crazy is like, <laughs> we're so different in that regard because I struggle with, you know, being, people say I'm mean and I'm not really, I don't think I'm mean. Um, I just don't know how to say things in a nice way. You know, like, um, sometimes I'll say something and it just sounds like sarcasm, but it's like, I literally don't know how else to say that thing. Yeah. And it comes off like mean or sarcastic or like, yo, you trying to be funny? So see, I, I, especially moving from New York to the South, like I struggled with that as well. Like I would just say it and I was told on multiple occasions that it came off as mean or it came off as like too direct or like you know, just all these different things. So I've been working on that for several years. Or I'll try to, I'll say something that I think is funny, but it's offensive to somebody else. And it's just like, well, I ain't mean nothing by it. Like you just being sensitive. So it's, it's that part I can relate to. It's like, well, I didn't, I didn't mean to say it you that way. You must have been working hard. Cause when I met you, you was the nicest person I ever met. It took me a while I ain't to never, get there. Um... It did. Cause I, I, not that I was ever a mean person, but it's the way the delivery is everything. So it's how you say it. Or is this joke? It's funny in my head, <laughs> but 
I've had jokes where I've I've had situations where I've made a comment or made a joke that was funny to me and then the person would pull me to the side and be like, Look, like what you said, like it wasn't cool or whatever, it kinda upset me and I'd be like, Dang, like why are you crying about it? Like it was a joke, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be very I can't even see you doing that. Yeah, like I mean it's happened with us where I've said something and I was like, I'm just joking, I'm just joking and you're like, nah. <laughs> like you're not feeling my joke, you're like there's truth in a joke. Um, that wasn't cool or you said it one too many times I don't think you're joking anymore you know what I'm saying so like that's even happened between us so say all that to say um, God is love God is love no. <laughs> stop <laughs> your thoughts stop uh, nah man um, but yeah man interesting pod thank God for the pod so yeah. we can um, get this stuff out man uh, just lead with love that's the that's that was really the whole all thing. We're called to do. And it's so much again, that's the freedom. Like the boundaries are love thy neighbor as thyself and love Jesus with everything he got, pretty much. Right. There's freedom in that boundary set. You know what I'm saying? Like because even if someone is living or doing something you don't agree with, you can't change them anyway. That's and what I've been that's, thinking. That's very but but what's crazy <laughs> is that's a very basic concept that's extremely difficult. Like it sounds easy to do, but just letting people be them. Is very hard. It's like why especially you so and I've I've had to ask myself this question as well sometimes. Like, but you can't change that person. Like only God can do that. You can say your prayer, um, intercede, you know, all that good stuff, but it's just like you gotta release, you gotta let that stuff go. So if you don't agree with somebody's choices, have the open dialogue, absolutely. You know, I love having conversation about relationships and stuff, especially with the opposite sex in like a group setting, because I like to get people's different opinions on just like, what do you think about cheating? What do you think about X, Y, Z? I love those types of conversations. But if somebody legit felt like cheating wasn't wrong, like just as an example, I can only go but so hard. Like that's truly their philosophy, their ideology. Like that's what they believe. I can't change that. So it's no different than, you know, when you're talking about it in a religious, biblical sense. It's like only God can really do the change. He can he can change that person. So after a while, you just got to pray and let it go. And I think we live in a time where sometimes people just don't know when to, like, pray and let it go. We're so busy trying to convince people to see things the way that we do and feel exactly the way that we do. And it's just like... But we're not the same. It ain't happening, Jack. We're not the same. Yeah. Well, and you'll get you get mad at that person for not seeing stuff the way that you do. You'll write them off for not seeing the world or not seeing God or, you know, the way that you do. And it's just like, but is that loving them? You're so pressed that now you're not even loving them anymore. True facts. You heard it from the mouth of Nikki. <laughs> um <laughs> Thank God for the pod, man. <laughs> Gotta get this stuff out, man. You can't go to sleep with that on your chest. Nah. I was in here trying to work. She came in here talking. I definitely interrupted. It's all flow. good. It's all good. <laughs> um, we thank God for the pod. Um, so it was another great conversation. Yep. We appreciate y'all for tuning in to this positive energy you're putting out in the ethos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, shout out our church family, Refuge Community Church ATL. Y'all go check out that site. Slight plug, you know what I mean. Uh, we're gonna keep going, go, keep going up, man. Y'all tune in with us next time. We're out of here.
Whoa, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for real. <laughs> All right.